Hey everyone, this is uh, Travis from Gnome Legacy. Uh, thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We are uh, diving into a new series that we're going to unpack over the next few weeks. Um, if you haven't already, uh, man, we'd love it if you could subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you give us a five-star rating, if you like what you hear. And uh, do us a favor, follow us on Facebook as well as on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, so now we're going to dive into Adam, the first failing father. You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning, Travis. (laughs) What are you laughing about? Well, okay, so many of you guys may not know this, but we're, we don't record in the basement. We don't record in the garage or in a house. We record in a public space. And one of the guys that um, he doesn't think so, but actually brings life to me whenever I have a chance to see him, um, he was just standing behind me giving me a head massage while doing the intro. And uh, it was just... <laughs> it was it was so interesting. It was humorous because it is definitely out of character for this individual. Well, and I was kind of looking <laughs> going, what's he going to do? Like... <gasps> I was a little bit nervous as to what the next step was going to be. We both know he could kill me with one finger. And uh, and so at any moment, I was I was fearful that the uh, two, two, two like, fingers. It takes two. He just gave him two fingers. You, you fool. Don't know Those anything. are way nicer fingers, and I'm glad he gave you for the one finger. That's true. So anyways. Um, but, uh, man, I, I just, I'm, I'm reminded that uh, humor... I think that's something that's been missing from my life lately. Like yeah. as I take a step back and just, you know, with the intensity of last year, 2020 and all that it was, and then r- the run up to the politics and everything else, somewhere along the way, I forgot to laugh and I forgot to find humor and I forgot to find joy and yeah, I forgot to too. just embrace all that stuff. And, uh, and so it was, um, I think it's important for us, um, as guys. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, I mean, and again, it's one of those things, uh, that in, in, like, why are the guys in sitcoms always the jokers? They're always the clowns. The dads are always the clowns. Why is that? And I think it's because it's not to minimize the role of dad. I think it's actually to elevate one of the gifts that dads bring to families, and that's levity. Yeah. You know, and they can bring humor into these situations, and they can bring laughter, and they can cut the tension with a witty comment or some goofy... Or a fart. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of a unique role that we undervalue in our culture and it's in our really families. It's really a gift. We don't, we're just trying to acknowledge your gifting out there as windbreakers. There was a movie, Wind Talkers. This is Windbreakers. <laughs> the, th- the story of dads. This windbreakers. Windbreakers. <laughs> It's good. You need to laugh. And, we, and, and, you know, I mean, we always give a hard time about how guys have never progressed beyond their junior high year humor. And, uh, yeah, we haven't. And, no, 13, and, and that's yeah. happened for generations. And so yeah. maybe, just maybe, that's actually a, a special calling from God. I don't know. You're, you're 13. You're never going to grow up from this point on. <laughs> right, right, the right. The things that excite you at 13 will continue to excite you for the rest of your lives. They just get more expensive. <laughs> right. It's like, it's just how it is. You know, speaking of that, we're going to start with a little fun because it's been a good laughing All day. Right. So All right. I have in my hands. Stupid. We are, like, seriously, just for a minute, if you still listen to this podcast, thank you so much. We love you. Because there's no reason we should be doing this for going on three years. Yeah, we're actually, we're almost hitting our 150th episode, so Man. we're getting excited about that. So excited. Back in my day when we had two episodes. <laughs> 
go. We, we got to try and find jokes. a 150-year-old man for our 150th episode. Just be this old guy sharing. Well, I don't need to break wind. I just walk <laughs> now. So, <laughs> Anyways, okay, so uh, I have this book, Dad Jokes. Terribly good dad jokes. There is no such thing as a good dad joke, but let's go. I love it. Try this your is, best. This is a good one. All right. Okay, uh, where is the best place to buy broth? <laughs> buy broth? Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't know where. At the stock market. That's stupid. Yep. That is so stupid. It is. <laughs> is um, Why should you avoid the restaurant on the moon? Um, their fries are horrible. Because it doesn't have a good atmosphere. <laughs> so stupid. They're so good. Oh, we're going to keep going. All right. <laughs> and I know there's a guy right now listening to this that's pulled over They're like and taking, taking notes. notes. <laughs> this is good. This is some solid. I'm, I'm so throwing this at the dinner table tonight. <laughs> Why did the dad spider tell his son to go outside and play? Um, he was done surfing the web. <gasps> Close because he was spending too much time on the web. It oh, <laughs> was good though. It. I it knew it was good. something with the web. How do you organize an event in outer space? Oh, God, so many space references. Well, it's, I don't know. this is in honor of the 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 landing on Mars. Yeah, <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. I thought it um, happened. I thought they just landed well, on Mars. Well, and then he had that tragedy where everyone else left him, and he had to survive on his own. No, like like really like this yeah. like there's a lunar there's oh, a, yes, yes, a yes, module yes. Yeah. thing or whatever. It's, that, that's so much as a module. <laughs> I don't know that it's even the word. All right, so why shouldn't you throw a party in space? I don't know. How do you event? Oh. How do you organize an event in outer space? Yeah, go get it right. You plan it. That was a good one. It's, it's horrible. So we're gonna we're gonna um, <laughs> bless you with those all the time while we got this. My my family got this me two years ago because I would do constant bad dad jokes. And uh, yeah, okay. So what you may get this one. What does a spy wear on his feet? I don't know what sneakers. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Well, that was enough dad jokes for the <laughs> so, day. So if you have any dad jokes back at home. Please send if you them have our any way. bad joys, yeah, send them our way. Info at org. Thank you for listening to those dad <laughs> jokes uh, and putting up with us all that time. But, you know, speaking of dads. Yes. You know, sometimes we get off purpose. But, you know, our goal at Known Legacy, we want to just help dads come alive to what they're called to be. Right. And, uh, you know, and part of that's to have fun. Just like you said, there is a gifting with dads who have a gifting. And, you know, we, we just want to have fun with this. And so so as we're also talking about it, we, we, we noticed that there were a couple of dads in the Bible that we can talk about. There's a few of them. A few. There's of them. a couple, and uh, I know you've got the first one we we're going to talk about actually today is Adam. Right. Adam. And, and, and what's so funny is like, um, again, we have this bad habit of of coming to scriptures and we kind of whitewash the bad stuff because we try to pull out these great principles that we can live by and everything else. Great stuff, but the reality is, Adam was an absolute failure as a father. I mean. From the beginning to the end, he was a failure. I mean, think about yeah, yeah, yeah. just the very beginning story of him and Eve, right? So he has a success. He has a job, and he's naming all the animals, and he's tending the garden and doing what he's supposed to do. And Eve is there, and they're both naked, and it's like, you know, having a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the devil shows up, right, tempts Eve, and, and where's Adam? That's always a big question, like, where is he? And then when he comes into it, he just like, oh, I'll try the apple. I'm going to say she was naked. He was probably right next to her. <laughs> and she's like, stop that. Stop that. Stop. Get. Just how it is. <laughs> I have a headache. Stop robbing my back. This is going to lead nowhere. This is going to get nowhere. <laughs> Do you 
you see a snake talking to me right now? Dude, I saw a meme the other day. And uh, and it, it's this little kid asking mom. And he's like, mom, did you want a boy or a girl, baby? And she goes, I just wanted a good back rub. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you sent it to me. I did. I it's did. pretty awesome. I love it. I love it. But anyways, so, anyways. you know, and then God confronts Adam and Eve on this um, this this moment of failure. And, and you know, Adam as this uh, first dad and, and, you know, you want to establish like this is the way it should be. He takes responsibility and he figures out how to fix it and, and he does what he can do. No, he doesn't do any of that. What does he do? <laughs> he, he just stays silent and he just kind of he kind of waits on, on on Eve as she's talking to this to this to this snake, right? And so it's like, so I think I think you know his, his lack of leadership there definitely spoke yeah. out from the very very beginning. Probably cracking jokes or something like that, exactly. You know? And then God shows up and confronts them, and the first thing He does is He blames His wife. Yeah, the woman you gave me, right. Lord. Right. So immediately casting blame instead of saying, "Hey, I messed this up," you know. And so 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 thinking about this life of like, well. That it's honor, you know. The, the scripture says that we're supposed to be the head, you know, the head of the household, and that doesn't mean that shut up, wife, and listen. It's it's this is on our shoulders as leaders. It's it it's our job to to take the authority to go. Okay, I'm standing as the representative for my family. I heard heard it perfect one day. It's like this guy was like, you know, the wife's not like the neck and the husband's the head. It's they make a decision together, right? And when they make this decision, they decide that you know, hey, hey, this is the choice we're making, and the husband actually is is the one who calls that out and says this is what we're going to do and so in so in the very very beginning it's kind of encouraging that the literal first man in the world screwed up right you're like okay good so there's not like you know like it's not like the second one like i wish you're more like your your father adam who messed didn't mess up at all it's immediate like immediate right which again i feel like man the enemy is going to attack us from the moment that we are that we are in this position so it's never going to be a moment that we're not so again so here we are Adam's first failure is he didn't stand up for his family. Right. And, and someone once put it this way t- uh, to me. He goes, you know, um, to be the head of the household is to be the first one to the cross. Mm-hmm. And sacrifice yourself or sacrifice whatever needs to be sacrificed for the benefit of others around you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you see the exact opposite of that with Adam. Yeah. And his sinful nature that is now just newly discovered. And instead of going to the cross and saying, man, I, I messed this up, God. I am so sorry. You know, I... He's, he's like, hmm, it's her fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now she's wearing really skimpy leaves. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like it's, it's like a humble heart, like being willing to right. to accept change. And I think that's one thing that, that we as guys can learn as well. We need to make sure that we're teachable. Right. Well, then you fast forward. So, you know, obviously, we as men, we learn quick. We're not stubborn. Yeah. And Adam learns from this, right? And so now he starts having some kids, and, and Adam has learned from his mistakes. And so he has two sons, Cain and Abel, and these are two strapping young men. One becomes a farmer. One becomes a hunter. And, and uh, you know, him as a dad have styled all of the character that he needs to because he is a great dad now because he made his one mistake and he's moved on, and his sons live happily ever after. Wait a minute time out i don't think that's i didn't read that story is that in the book of second opinions i'm pretty sure could you imagine that moment when adam figures out that one of his sons killed his other son i know yeah yeah you bring this back in like there there's like they go out for the day and you know and then and and they're they're trying to worship god and they bring bring the first fruits which is awesome that is a testament yeah like like they they he they had been taught the importance of worshiping God. And so both of these guys had it. Just one of them was a little bit more selfish than the other, where the other was like, I'm bringing my best. 
Yeah. And the other was like, well, I kind of like the best. I'm going to save it for myself. And I'm reading through the lines now, but it almost seems like there could have been a favoritism in Abel. God, God casting, or, you know, Adam casting his truth on Abel, but for some reason Cain might have been the hard one to deal with, who, uh, who, who, you know, wasn't shown the right way. Maybe I'm, I'm definitely pulling into some, to some silence of the scripture right there. Right. But, but Abel knew what to do. He knew to, to bring his first fruits to God. Cain was upset. He was bitter. So I don't think it was the first day that they had jealousy and envy and strife because you don't go from zero to 60 like hey i don't like you i'm gonna murder you so there's some kind of tension there that possibly the dad didn't speak into right right and so so by being silent we already know that he's a silent dad which is the you know the curse of men is a lot of times is we'll sit back yeah. silent and we won't look at the big situation and go time out time out when the moment when it can be moved one degree here it was 90 degrees off right and nothing has been said so silence Man, so being aware that we have a humble heart to say, God, teach me, but then to go to not be silent when you need to speak up. Right. And be willing to step into that awkward, like we talked about before, to go, time out. You two, we're going to sit down and have a little family meeting tonight. <laughs> being willing, before you kill your brother, <laughs> let's have this conversation. <laughs> right. And that conversation never seemed, seemed to never happen. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think, you know, the reason why we wanted to start here is, is this idea of, um, you know, as much as our calling is to be the head of the house and to be followers of Jesus Christ and to be yeah. that example for our families, the reality is most of us live um, in failure in most of those areas, and we have good company. Um, and that doesn't mean that it excuses our failure. If anything, it should get breathed life into us going, okay, you're right. I have failed. I've been silent when I should have spoken yeah. up. I've, I've, I've played the long game when I had to address something in the short game and hoping that it would just take care of itself. And so maybe if we just pretend like that moment never happened, the tension between a- Cain and Abel isn't really there. They'll figure it out instead of stepping into that and helping them navigate that yes, tension. Yes, yes. Um, you know, uh, and so, you know, I, I think, you know, again, from Adam and, and kind of his existence, um, Man, we got to be men that stand up and take responsibility. Yeah, you know, step up. We got to be men that can step into situations with our with our kids. You know, um, I I don't know about you, but um, some of the worst fights that I've ever had in my life were with my siblings, right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's a safety there, and there's things that are said in the sibling fight that will never be said anywhere else to anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and how do we as dads help navigate that? Not not shutting everything down in the point where they're pretending to be something they're not, but to give them those lifelong skills of how do you negotiate, how do you um, address the challenges that you have with each other, and things like that. Um, you know, I even thinking back on the many failings, I think I feel like I have like chapters of failings in my own life. But there's a lot of times and, and, and maybe you guys can can kind of, uh, uh, you know, connect to this one. But but I remember there there's moments where I get home from work and I just want to stop. And I sit on the couch and I just stare at the TV and dinner's not ready yet. My wife's trying trying, trying to get stuff together and and like a fight ensues in like the peripheral of where I am. Yep, but I'm not present. Nope. And 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 I hear it and then it starts kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden I hear this like thump. Ah! <laughs> like I can't and like and generally it's my daughter 
crying because something happened and all of a sudden I hear no dad I didn't do it it wasn't me <laughs> you're okay you're okay yeah, don't you're tell <laughs> don't show mom you're okay just let me wipe the blood off you'll be fine and then I'm probably the only one that this ever happened to but when your wife stands in front of you in the TV and goes are you going to do something about this it's probably just me but but I'm given to it to a point there to where sometimes I actually get upset at her right Instead of dealing with with the situation, it's your fault. It's like Adam again. Exactly, and so it's like so 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 I have an opportunity there, and I think we we get those opportunities that just come up where there are times when I've failed, and there's other times I said, okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I need to get up and move over and see see what's going on. Right. There are other times that I've failed that I slink back. I don't think that those are the times we're supposed to slink back. <laughs> I think we're supposed to step up and go time out. You know what? I'm sorry. I was yeah. I, I I zoned. And having Grace Net to say, forgive me, and then we figure out what's going on. And nine times out of ten, right. it's not detrimental. And my kid, well, so far, a hundred times out of a hundred, they haven't killed each other. And so there is opportunity to change. Right. So you're doing so better. Grace. If, you're, if your kids haven't killed each other yet, you're doing better than the first father. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're doing better than the first You've father. You've got one so, up on Adam. So let me ask you this question, Bill. Um, so we, we take comfort in knowing that our failures don't need to define us. We're in a really good company of of dads who have failed. Correct. Right? Our Correct. dads failed us. We're going to fail our kids. We understand that. Yeah. So what would you say are after you know four thousand, five thousand, six thousand years of history from Adam or whatever the timeline you yeah, want to yeah, go yeah, with yep, yep. to today? What would you say? How do you move beyond staying and repeating the failures and breaking the cycle that maybe was handed down to us from previous generations? Man, you're, it, these are really good points because because almost taken. The what not to do, but maybe this is going to be called the what not to do's, <laughs> you know, but I think in the very beginning we see that, you know, Adam was not humble yeah. and listened to God. Right. Adam was silent when he should have spoken up. Right. And, and, and Adam was not proactive in the midst of that. Like part of me wonders wow. where, where Adam was in the midst of this worship. I mean, was he busy doing something else? If it was important, should he have been a part of that worship with his family? Right. And, and, and there's these, so, so maybe it's humility, you know, speaking up and being involved. Right. And those three things, you know, again, we've talked about that. Investing in the lives of our kids when we have the moments to have it. We only get 40 or 50,000 hours with our kids before they end up spinning off. So something happened to me the, this past week. It was um, Snowmageddon here in the DFW area. Mm. And so we had an unexpected family vacation stuck in home yeah, right yeah. with power without power with water without water it was it was interesting needless to say and my boys fell into the same pattern that they always fall into where um one of my sons um is very clever in getting out of work right my wife took it upon herself that this is the week we're going to deep clean the house because there was nothing else we could do is your wife my wife <laughs> i know <laughs> and w my youngest son god bless him he is exceptionally gifted at um being there, but not actually participating in the cleaning like process. Cleaning the same spot on the counter right. for 14 right. hours. And his older brother sees that, knows that. And my older brother is always, uh, the, the older brother is always the one that has to do the extra work. Has to, almost like a Cain and Abel. You can almost see that happening in this family, right? And this happens over and over again where the older son is constantly yelling at the younger one because he never does anything. And the younger one has 30,000 excuses why he doesn't have to, why, what else he did. And, da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. and normally I'll just, I'll hit that boiling point, you know, like the tea kettle on the stove and you feel the pressure burning and you're just like, okay, nothing, it'll, just, it'll take care of itself. It, they'll figure it out, blah, 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 blah. And then... I'll explode and I'll yell at him, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "You both get down here!" Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so this past week, I think it's because I was actually rested. I'm like, I'm not going to yell at him. So I just pulled him in the kitchen. I said, okay, both of you guys stay in there. And with silence almost. Um, in fact, I intentionally whispered to them. Uh-huh. Like, wow. is this how you guys want to treat each other? Like, like, what? Your brother's accusing you of something. Is it true or false? And my youngest son was like, well, is I was like, is it true or false that you stand around and you don't actually pull your weight when it's time to clean? And you could see him kind of go, shoot. Yeah, he's right. I was like, exactly. He wow. is right. And so I think, win, you know. Dad. Well, win, Dad. We, well, and, and the encouragement is, again, to be proactive and to get into those situations, our posture when we get proactive with our kids is important. Mm. And often, and I go back to what my wife told me when we had our first kid, and I was, I was the dad that would always raise my voice because my dad always raised his voice with me. So I thought that was the way to do it. Yeah. And her comment to me at the time was like, how do we teach our kids to hear the whisper of God when all they hear is the yelling of their father? Mm. And that just slayed me. And there's times that I remember that. And but there's more often than not, I forget that. And I think this was that moment that I'm like, I'm going to whisper to the kids so that they hear me. So maybe just maybe it's not like they can deflect it because dad's just mad. It's like, oh, wait, this is something important. You know, that's the it comes from that greatest example of the father. Like the minute that Adam and Eve sinned and they literally messed it up for everybody, which I firmly believe anybody who was the first one would have messed that up. Just being honest, they would have eat, eat, eaten the fruit. And God, yes, things changed. But what didn't change was God's pursuit of their heart. Right. The next day, it was like, here he was in the cool of the day. Hey, Adam, Eve, where are you guys? Where are you? And here he is walking in the garden amidst them going, where are you guys? Like, he knew. It wasn't like he was like, oh, wake up and like, oh, hey, something's different. It's like he knew the moment that they did it. But yet his love and grace and mercy came in just like you did and said, hey, where are you guys? Right. It wasn't hellfire and brimstone. It was, hey, we have to separate this now. Because you've broken this and you're you're out of the garden, but that doesn't stop right. my love for you. That doesn't stop. In fact, at this moment, I'm going to sacrifice something so that you might have something better clothes, and I will send someone else to fix the rest of this. So you see the contrast between Adam and his failures as a father, and you see the the, the perfect father yeah. and the heavenly father as he comes and he dresses it. What does he do? Well, in humility, he comes to them. He doesn't yell at them. He doesn't say, "Well, they'll figure it out." Exactly. He speaks truth to them. Yep. But he does it from love from grace and from a conversation, not a screaming match. Yeah. And you see that and you're like, wow, man, if that was the mark of our family, you know, if that, if we, if we were able to be the father, like the heavenly father and less like Adam, how would things be different and change? You know, and, and God came from a point of authority, but he wasn't just a positional leader. He was a loving father. Mm-hmm. And so, so knowing that dads, that each of us have an authority that our, no one else will speak life into our kids like we will. And that is why the enemy attacks us so much, because he knows that our voice has power. Right. That, that, that there are still guys in their 50s and 60s striving for the voice of their dad to say, well done. Yes. And so that comes from a heart of a dad who goes, I'm humble. I'm in front of you. I will not be silent right. in the midst of these moments, but I'll be involved. And so we have a dad who is humble who's not silent, who's involved, who is literally the what not to do's of, of, of Adam. And so we have this opportunity to turn this around and say, Dad, you know, to, to say God, God the Father, to say, God, teach me what I need to change. Help me to not be silent when I should speak up, even though it's awkward. 
And Father, help me to speak life and be involved when my kids need it. Right. And so when we have these opportunities to do this, to hit those those kind of pinch points of life, those kind of stress points, to be ready and say, no, no, I am called to this. We cannot deny the authority that we've been given. If we have, if we have birthed a child, we have an authority in our lives to be the father that God has created us to be. Right. He said, you have what it takes to do this. So in my name, go and speak life to these kids. So um, final story for me. Um, maybe uh, we'll see. So we're really into watching Friday Night Lights right now as a family, and my boys the show. Are, yeah, the show. Oh, okay. I've and never you know, seen it. It's like ten, fifteen years old show now. Fun right? fact: I have a guy that I know who's on that show. Really? Yeah. That is a fun little fact. Interesting. So, uh, and it's it's a great drama. There's some great humor. It's kind of it's a really well done show. But it's high school kids dealing with high school stuff, right? And my boys, a sixth grader and eighth grader, and they're all into it with mom. Well, we get into season one. It's towards the end of the the, the first season. And uh, the episode is something like, um, do you want to have sex? That's the title mm. of the episode. And we hit that one. Wow. And my wife and I are like, oh, well, it's time for bed. You know, we're not going to. And so, the, but the boys keep wanting to watch it, keep wanting to watch it. And so Tara and I are now in this position of, of hus- husband and wife, mom and dad going, okay, what do we do with these boys? You know, we know yeah. that this episode is going to venture forth into things that we're not comfortable talking about with our kids, though we need to have these conversations. And our first response was like, well, we'll just skip the episode. And I didn't feel good about that. So mm. I found, I was like, you know what, sweetheart? Let's watch the episode with them, and then let's process it with them afterwards. Let's have yeah, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was success. The failure was, when they actually started watching that episode, I was in the middle of trying to clear a, a, a level on a, a, a video game <laughs> upstairs. And and I should have, as a, as a successful dad, turned it off, gone downstairs, watched it with them, and mm. processed with them. But instead, I chose to be silent. I stayed upstairs. I finished the level and I let my mo- my wife do it, mm. and, and and so it's that again that tension of every success is only you know, and then it's followed by failure, but then it's realizing that and going okay next time I'm going to do it different yeah and next time you know I obviously need to buy my wife flowers and say I'm sorry I put that on you you know well, you know you know what I like about it is is that God didn't just say and then uh, then he killed Adam and started over again <laughs> right he gives opportunity for us to make to make up for those mistakes, to apologize and move forward. Like God's mercies are new every morning. We have this opportunity. So wherever we've been as dads, we don't have to live in that failure. We d- just definitely have to remember that there is a, there's an opportunity that, that we have to have a humble heart to speak up in silence and be involved with the lives of our kids. That's it. I love it. So lessons from the first father and his failings. We can do it. Absolutely. Gentlemen. So, Hey, if, Hey, if he messed up and he got fixed, You've, you've messed up and you can get fixed. And so there's opportunity for, for today to make it a different day. So Absolutely. thanks for listening to us, guys. Check us out on Instagram and uh, Facebook, Instagram at Known Legacy, Instagram or Facebook, Known Legacy Ministries. For questions, comments, and concerns, info at knownlegacy.org. We'd love to hear from you and all of your terrible dad jokes. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.